Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Equalizer podcast. We have a very special episode today, and joining me is my colleague, Jenna Tonelli, as co-host. Welcome, Jenna. Hello, Becky. Thank you so much. Um, So great to be back here. Super excited for our special guest today. Um, Obviously, if you've read the title of the show, you already know who it is, so surprise ruined, (laughs) but... I am so happy to welcome the one and only Paige Monahan of Racing Louisville. Paige, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, what a great intro. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. And we are so happy to have you here as well. So let's get right into it. Paige, you've been in Louisville for a few months now. So tell us how has the adjustment been so far to the city and the new club? Yeah, so honestly, it all at like getting traded, it can happen really quickly. Even if you know about it, if you don't know about it, like just the process can really happen super quick. So for me, when I first came here, I didn't know what to expect, but everyone was so welcoming. It was such a smooth transition. Um, the girls were so welcoming. The team was welcoming. The city was welcoming to me. So really I couldn't have asked for a smoother transition to Louisville. That's fantastic. Love to hear that. And, you know, you're not the only new player on the roster. Abby Ersig, Carson Pickett, and now Jordan Baggett, who you seem very excited to have joined the team, have, you know, all come to racing as well. How's everything gelling so far roster-wise? Yeah, I think, you know, everyone keeps asking me, like, oh, like, how's Louisville different? Like, what's different about it? And honestly, there are so many different players from so many different backgrounds, like places in their career, you know, if they've been different places or what point they're at in their career. But I think one thing in common for everyone, including the new players, is everyone is just such a good person, not only just a great player. And I think that just makes such a difference where everyone really cares about each other and really wants each other to be successful and for the team to be successful. So that's been really special and just honestly really heartwarming for me and just makes me so excited to be here. Um, So yeah, everyone's been great. And the new additions I do love. (laughs) Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, racing star has definitely been an interesting one. Um, three draws and a loss. So, it's you know, it's not the best, but still, I think, shows a really strong Louisville side that is going to continue to grow throughout the season. So I'm just wondering, you know, what do you see in the team and kind of what what have you seen from those first few games and how are you looking towards the, the next uh, few games? Yeah, I mean, results are really important. So when you look at us on the table, obviously, it doesn't look great, you know, but when I'm playing alongside my teammates, when I watch film and, you know, see what we've put out there, I do think we really do have special moments, but now it's just not having special moments, but having special games. And I think that's, what's really important. And I think that's kind of our focus. So I think the team has done a a good job of not getting too caught up in the results, but also, you know, remembering like, this isn't good enough. Like we need to be better, but what can we do? So, um, yeah, we've had a hard schedule on the road a ton. Um, but I also think that's kind of put us in a unique situation where we really have, you know, been in difficult situations. So now I think it's prepared us for the future. So I'm really excited. I'm feeling good. Um, big game this weekend. So it'll be great. Yeah, you are home for the first time for only the second game. Um, you're going to be playing Oil Rain, another tough team, but um, you haven't yet played so far this season. How do you think that's going to go considering you've been playing pretty much only top five teams so far in the opening season that, as you said, is a very tough schedule. Yeah. So all rain, we played them in a little preseason, um, 
tournament out in Portland. So, but obviously, you know, players in and out, different formations for us and them, but they're a great side. There's no way of (laughs) saying anywhere else, but I think for us, it's just a challenge. And I think what's really exciting is, um, in a challenge, are we going to, you know, put our hands up and fight or are we going to be like, oh, they're so good. So I think uh, Louisville has that fighting spirit and I'm just really excited and looking forward to this challenge. And I will do everything I can, you know, to get that result to start pushing us positively on the uh, table. You alluded to this a little bit. What will it take for racing to have a consistent, you know, full 90 minutes? Because it seems like the games have been like kind of off and on, you've either had a hot start and then maybe struggled a little bit at the end, or you've started cold and then like really found your fire and, and done well. So what's it going to take for you to find that consistent 90 minutes as a team? Yeah, that's honestly a great question. I think in my opinion, you know, to get a full 90, I don't think it's really a mentality thing for us. Like, I think we do have the great mentality. I think it's just really managing the game. You know what I mean? Like simple things. I just think um, we weren't managing very well, you know, whether it's goal kicks, throw-ins, you know, uh, we're up a goal, you know, we're down a goal. We just need to manage those moments better. And I think that honestly comes with experience. So um, in a way, there's been things that have happened in film that we're like, it's good, it's happening now, you know, because then we won't make that mistake later. So um, I think we're learning from our mistakes, lack for a better way to say we're, learn- or we're learning from our mistakes to make the best 90 minute game that we can. So, you know, talking to your teammates like Abby Ursig and Savannah DeMello after games, you know, everybody is adamant that like you're on the brink, you're so close to to winning matches. How do you build a winning mentality on a team when you aren't getting wins? How do you push yourselves over and and get that win when, you know, you've come so close but you haven't quite crossed that line yet? You know, I think honestly, I think we have great players, but I think it's executing in those moments. And I just don't think we've done that myself included, you know, um, final third balls, you know, putting in the back of the net. Um, You know, we have had some great goals, but I think it's just, you know, taking that extra step in those moments just to really make it a win, make it a result, make it a goal, you know, save whatever it may be. So, yeah, I think it's like that final push, but of just being, you know, more detail oriented and crucial in that moment. And, you know, and that includes me and I'm really, really um, looking forward to doing that, you know, with my teammates. And I just think once it clicks, it's really going to click. And I'm just so excited for that. So I'm, I'm excited too. Yeah, no, me too. And it's been actually really, really fun watching racing. And, and I, I can kind of see that exactly what you're talking about there. Um, so, you know, you kind of mentioned about, you know, the trade. So, um, I think you had mentioned to Becky in a, in another interview that you'd actually asked for the trade. And so, you know, I'm curious kind of what you were looking for in this next step in your career. And if, you know, obviously it hasn't been a ton of time, it's only been a few months, but you know, how have you found that? Like, how's it been like living up to your expectations or, you know, how have you seen your personal development on your second ever pro team? Yeah, I mean, I have grown so much. Um, obviously, sky blue to Gotham, but I just think I knew I needed a change. You know, it's just it, when you're at one job for a while, it's just kind of it can become you're doing the same thing over and over. So I think for me, I just, you know, was like, okay, am I okay with where I'm at in my career? If so, like, then I could keep doing that here. And I definitely could have grown. But at the same time, I was like, you know what, I think I need that new environment, um, new players around me, new training, new coaches, and just a different look. So um, 
I think honestly, like moving out here and being in Louisville, like personally, it honestly has put me in situations where I didn't even realize how much I've grown. And, um, you know, even like how some of my teammates were like, so like honored to be my teammate, like I just would never think that so that just meant so much to me. And I think it kind of just has transformed me into knowing how much my actions are affecting others that like I don't even work with every day. And now I get to work alongside them. So that's been really cool. And then soccer wise, I'm just really honing in on things that I want to get better at, you know, final third cross balls, you know, finishing that. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's definitely something that takes time and even learning a new system. Like there's times in the game, like I'll be with Kim, I'll be like, I- I'm so sorry. Like I was thinking like my old team, you know, and not my new team. So even for that, it's, um, you know, and he's been really great, but it's like, it's just such, it's a different change that I never expected. So there's things that are happening that I couldn't have expected. And I'm just so glad to be thrown in this situation to just really grow and just, you know, become my best self in every way. I love that. And it's it's interesting what you said about, you know, some players are excited to be your teammate, which I'm not surprised by, but you know, it got them slash sky blue, you know, that you were a rookie, you came into that team as a rookie, but now you're coming to Louisville as a veteran. So like, have you seen that, you know, switch of perspective and, and all that being at Louisville? Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly like the point. Like, it's like, I feel like at sky blue Gotham, there was just girls who were like older than me and way more experienced. And I, you know, just, they took me under their wing, you know, where now it's like, I see me doing that with Mm -hmm. some of my teammates and, you know, it's just really cool for me. And just honestly, such an honor to work alongside because even their teammates, I'm like, wait, this is only your second year. Like you're a baller. Do you understand (laughs) that? Like, you're really good. This is super exciting. So, um, yeah, for me, it just really has been an honor. And I just love that they like come to me for advice and talk to me and I just will help out in any way I can um, lead by example, um, you know, have conversations, whatever it may be. So honestly, it's just been such a humbling and great experience. I I love that. And so, you know, there's one thing that hasn't changed too, too much, which is that you're still working with Bev Yanez as uh, assistant coach. So how's it been kind of making that leap together? Yeah, you know what, we just have such a respect for one another, which I think is so cool. Like she will not sugarcoat it with me. You know, she tells me things that I need to work on, you know, or things that I'm doing well. And I just honestly appreciate that so much because me, I can be super hard on myself and she knows that. And I think she can relate to that. So she's really just helped me so much like on and off the field of just, you know, managing my career, to be honest, of just like, you know, what do I want out of myself? and What am I doing um, every day? So it's been so cool. And it's just like, it's funny. I feel like I have an extra edge in some of the drills we do. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just been really great. She's like absolutely wonderful. So it's been really fun. Awesome. So in interview after interview, we have just heard how close racing is as a team. There are no cliques. There are no smaller groups. Everybody loves each other, gets along. Is this common in pro sports to have a locker room that is is this tight this quickly and immediately and and what has racing done to achieve this um honestly i think every locker room per team is different you know i don't think necessarily like every team could operate the way we do to be honest you know like to be the most successful but um i do think it really is cool and it like really sounds crazy like oh, we're all friends and we all get along. Like, it's like, really, come on. You like, tell us what's happening. But like, (laughs) honestly, like everyone is so great and it's just so refreshing um, to be in a locker room that 
we can have that, but also we can be hold each other accountable and look at each other, for example, and say, Hey, this needs to get better. Like, you know, we're not getting the results or whatever, but also at the end of the day, you know, we're laughing in the locker room, you know, chatting about whatever it may be. So, um, it truly has been so much fun, but I just think like, again, it's every locker room's a little bit different, but I'm just really happy to be in this locker room. And so, yeah, that, that actually brings up something that I've wondered for a while when you're that close, you know, is it harder to hold each other accountable? Because uh, I don't want to, I don't know, criticize someone who's like younger than me. and like this, this rookie or the second year, and we're all so close. I don't want to like disrupt the vibe or does it make it easier to hold each other accountable because you respect each other that much? And is that like a fine line that you have to learn to walk as teammates? Yeah. And I think honestly, it depends on the locker room, but Mm -hmm. I just think one thing that's really special about this group. And honestly, I credit, um, you know, the upper management who has chosen the players to be here and that there is this just level of respect on everyone and no one thinking they're better than each other and just constantly pushing each other to be better. You know, I think that's another thing that's one common is everyone on this team wants to be the best that they can possibly be for each other, not just because they want the fame and the glory and this and that. And I think that's where um, it's easy to hold each other accountable, you know, because it's like, we really do want each other to be successful. And at the end of the day, we want to, you know, bring a championship home to Louisville. We want to be a winning team. And I think that it's just really special that we have such a special group to operate and to get where we want to be together. Love it. So moving, uh, transitioning a little bit to some more funner questions, more funner questions. Maybe we should edit (laughs) that out or not. That's fine. Um, (laughs) So when I've been only to Louisville one time, I went for the final in 2021. And I mean, I had the best time there. But one of the things that was really surprising to me was there's a pretty big coffee culture there and they had a lot of really good coffee shops. So um, maybe my like little New York accent is slipping in on, on coffee there. But what <laughs> is your go to coffee spot in Louisville? Oh, well, Heine Bros is one of our sponsors. That's right. So. <laughs> no, but I actually do really enjoy their coffee. Um, but Heine Brothers is a big one. Um I'm trying to think there's actually, it's like a brunch. It's like a bed and breakfast place and it's called grail house and it's so good. Oh my gosh. So I really like their quills is a common one that people go to. Um, Yeah. The quills and the Heine brothers war seems uh, pretty big. (laughs) Right. I don't think I want to be involved. I just try and support everyone. So I (laughs) go go to all, but, um, but yeah, it's been really cool. And I think that's one thing that's special about Louisville is like, there's just so many like mom and pop restaurants and coffee shops and being a professional athlete. That's really the fun you have outside <laughs> of the sport. So, um, that's just been really cool. Like, you know, we just, uh, me and the girls, will just explore different spots, which has been really fun and tasty. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I remember the hotel that I was staying at was across the street from please and thank you. And I think, oh. Correct me if I'm wrong, Becky, but I feel like they gave me like a free cookie a couple times that I was oh, there. Yeah, there was famous like a, for their cookies. Yeah, and it was like so good. So I was like, I would come back to Louisville just to have this coffee and cookie. So, yeah. And I'm in New York. We have everything here, but I would literally fly to Louisville just for that. Exactly. No, so many girls are like, oh, when we come play you, like, we'll have to go to that cookie place. And I'm like, cookie place? Like, you know, I'm like, oh, like coffee cookies. Yeah. Thank you. Got it. That's amazing. <laughs> 
So you mentioned some of this about uh, Louisville, all the mom and pop restaurants and how they have, you know, so few chains and everything. I'm not from Louisville originally. I moved here. And one of the experiences I had as soon as I moved here was that everybody from like my bank teller to like grocery store clerks love to welcome you to Louisville when they found out you were new and tell you all the places that you needed to go. Um, Carson Pickett said that their cable person like immediately gave them a list of restaurants because they're so obsessed with, you know, spreading the joy of Louisville. So what is the most interesting or weird thing that you've learned about the city? Because if there's one thing that Louisvillians love, it's talking about their city. Wow. That's so, yeah, that is true. I, but I'm trying to think something like weird, like weird or interesting. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. I mean, one thing it's like kind of funny and it's like, we kind of joke about it is like, there's a lot of trains and I, I know that yes. sounds like so silly, but they're like constantly going Everywhere. and operating. And I remember hearing the train and I were like, we were by the water and I was like, is that a boat? And they're like, no, that's the train. But I was like, oh my gosh. So, but it was like so late. I was like, what train is operating? Like, we're not in the city. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? Like, but um, I think that's one thing of just like how much like industrial is here was mm-hmm. something I did not know. And also just kind of cool. Like, I'm like, okay, so they're bringing sand, which is coming from the river. Like things that I'm like, <laughs> Oh, like I'm, I feel like I'm learning about this, which I never thought I would. <laughs> That's awesome. I love I love a fun fact. Um, so so yeah, wrapping up before we go into a little bit of like a lightning round, fun round of questions. Um, just kind of your personal goals for this year, both on and off the field. Yeah. So on the field, honestly, like I like for me personally, like I just want to be clinical in the final third. You know, I think that's just one thing, like even like last year at Gotham, like, I don't know how many times I hit the post, you know, like well, everybody or, was hitting the post to be fair. <laughs> right. I, that was a struggle, but I just think, or even like, um, you know, I know I definitely had like moments that, you know, show that I can do it, but I just want to be more clinical where it's just constant. Um, so that's been, just really important for me. And, you know, having that variety of, you know, I can cross an early ball in behind, but also can go at players and slip a ball in or finish or whatever. Um, so, you know, I think I understand that it takes time, but I just really want the results, you know, on paper this year. And then, um, off the field, I think I just want to continue to be me, you know, um, and I mentioned it earlier. I just think it's been so nice, but like this group has just made me feel so special and honestly have just like reminded me of like my strengths and just have like loved on them. And it just really has like means so much to have that refreshment, you know, lack for a better word, just like four years. Well, I guess this is my fifth year, fifth, like five years into my career. Like it's just really, really cool to have that. Um, so yeah, I just keep being myself, you know, pouring into the team and just doing everything I can to be the best me. Um, yeah, I would say those are really like the two goals that it boils down to for me this year. Amazing. I love that. Um, all right. So here we go. Lightning round questions. First thing that comes to mind. Uh, so we talked a little bit about coffee. What is your go-to order? I am a cold brew girl with a little oh. vanilla and some half and half. <laughs> Yes. Love it. All right. Would you rather score the game winning goal or make a game saving goal line clearance? Ooh. Gosh, I know you said lightning round and I'm not doing well, but I'm like, <laughs> that's a hard one. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I've done both and they're both yeah, I know cool. You <laughs> but I'll say game winning goal. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is your go-to hype up song? Oh, go-to hype up song. Honestly, lately it's been, um, 
Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. <laughs> that is a good one. What is your post-game treat? Ooh, post- uh, the next day, I'll have chocolate chip pancakes. Ooh, that's so good. All right. East Coast or Midwest? Oh, I know we got you with that one. You can decline to comment. You did. You did. You know what? Um, I honestly think like the East Coast is where I'm from, but the Midwest will always have my heart. Mm. So then how would you describe where Louisville is? Is it North? Is it South? Is it Midwest? I know. I I don't know myself. I I, I know I get some heat from this, but I would say Midwest. You know, I know people say it's the South, but like for me, I think growing up in New Jersey and like going out to school at Butler in Indiana, I'm like, no, this is the Midwest. So Midwest. (laughs) All right. I love it. All right. Last one. This is the bit controversial, but candy corn. Yes or no? Oh, I'm sorry, but no. For decorations. For decorations. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's the correct answer. Thank you. It is the incorrect answer, but it's fine. (laughs) Well, Paige, that is all we have for you today. Thank you so much for taking the time with chatting with us this evening. And thank you, Jenna, for being co-host today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, Paige, so much for for joining us. And um, we look forward to seeing you out there. And best of luck in your next game. Thank you. This was a blast. Seriously, thank you so much. I had a great time. So thank you, everybody, for listening to the Equalizer podcast. And thank you to our producer, Jacqueline Purdy. I'm Becky Morgan, and we'll see you next time.